From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up Talk Radio is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they'd always dreamed of. Each week, Powered Up Talk Radio explores innovative ways to stay focused in a world that's experiencing dramatic changes. Find out who you are, discover your purpose, and challenge yourself to be all you can be, right here, right now. Here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. everybody. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with my best friend and gal pal, Linda Franklin, and we're talking today with Lori Johnson. Now, Lori is our resident psychic, intuitive, uh, gal pal, amazing, amazing uh, woman who has such great insight into what's going on. And if you guys want to check her out while we're talking, it's lauriejohnsonpsychic.com, L-A-U-R-I-E, Johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N, psychic. You guys can figure that one out. We're talking today about what's going on. And Linda, you've got some crazy energy in your area too. I don't know about my area, but personally, yeah. I mean, at, on this show, we just let it all hang out. And I've got to tell you, I don't remember going through a rougher time than I'm going through right now. I, I can't think of anything that excites me. I don't have anything but negative thoughts. Um, I'm just going through the motions and it feels like I'm a robot, but an unhappy robot. So uh, I would say this has been going on maybe for the last two or three weeks, and I just can't seem to shake it. So, um, you know, I'm just not in the best frame of mind. And even though we do these shows and, you know, I, I know, I guess, right from wrong or good from bad or whatever you yeah. want to call it, but this time I just can't seem to shake it. Oh, Lori, it's all you. Okay. Um, that is not an unusual thing going on right now, Linda. I'm sorry to say we had, this is all about energy shifting. And I always talk about Piscean age shifting into the Aquarian age. And that's just taking a long time because it's a 2000 year journey going into a 2000 year journey. It's happening faster, uh, as in at the end of every age and the astrological age, there's usually a 200 year buildup in one age and then a 200 year adjustment we did the first 50 years of being in the Aquarian age in seven years. So we're kind of like on accelerated time frame here. And what's going on with that is basically the earth can't wait for us to get the memo anymore because she's given us one opportunity after another to step into the Aquarian age of equality and harmony and communication and humanity. And so what she's doing is like stepping things up faster. Uh, we had the major transition that set us up for the next several years, pretty much until 2026, at the end of last year on December 21st, where we started a new Renaissance age. The last time that planetary configuration was in place, we started the Renaissance age 600 years ago. So now we're in this time frame, which is more about that creativity, that spirituality, but it literally is like tough love. You're not moving fast enough, getting there. Here's a smack. Here's another smack. And then last week, Okay, two events that have happened that are making this really hard for you, Linda. One of them is that when we ended May, that literally was a, a conclusion of 2020. It still feels like we're in 2020 energy to a certain extent because it just feels like we're walking through molasses 
and nobody is getting anywhere. But that was the conclusion. The first five months were the conclusion of 2020. And so there was a release that went on and a relief that went on, but it we're used to relieving, making us feel better. And this was relieving as in we're done with that. Oh, here's looks like I just ran a marathon since the beginning of 2020. Oh, here's a 2021 marathon and you don't get any downtime in order to rest, in order to recoup, in order to move forward. On July 1st, I don't, it wasn't an astrological event. I don't know exactly what it was, except it was an energy shift that I explain in, in my newsletter or blog that it was literally like there was a door closed. Lori, I'm just going to interrupt you for a second because now is a really good time to thank our sponsor. And if you guys are dreading looking at your credit card statements, you're not alone because debt can feel crippling, but Upstart can help you on your path to financial freedom. And Upstart is our sponsor today, and we are really grateful for them because without sponsors like Upstart, we wouldn't be on the air. And I want you guys to check out upstart.com slash powered up while I'm telling you all the great features about Upstart. So Upstart is a fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. So whether you're paying off credit cards or consolidating high interest debt or funding personal expenses, do you know that over half a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment? And Upstart knows that you're more than just your credit score and it's expanding access to affordable credit. And unlike other lenders, Upstart considers your income and your current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. And who doesn't want a smarter rate. And checking your rate does not impact your credit score. So with a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate up front for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. And you can receive funds in as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. So to find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today, go to upstart.com slash powered up. That's upstart.com slash powered up. And don't forget to use the URL for today's show to let them know that we sent you. That's upstart.com slash powered up and loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided on your loan application. So go to upstart.com slash powered up. That's upstart.com slash powered up. Now, Lori, we were talking about what happened last month and, and how the universe is pushing everybody forward. People are working on moving forward. Um, and it's not that people who are not are holding us back but people who are working on moving forward, we're so used to a logical Piscean age power over mindset that there are a lot of innate things that are going on that we just accept and we're used to. And that door closed and it said, I don't care if you know what's going on, if you don't know what's going on, that is over. And what happened with that is on that day and based on my newsletter and response that I got from it in the first 10 minutes of that, I got four people um, who had to deal with unexpected death. One of them dealt with um, health problems like a cancer scare. And one of them dealt with, there were two unexpected deaths and one of them dealt with uh, a major life change that all of a sudden came up and bam was that. Within 24 hours, I got reports of three more deaths. And then from people responding to my newsletter, I got the report of seven more deaths on that day, unexpected. Many times there were people who were already in the process of letting go, not even in hospice, but they either had cancer or they had kidney failure and they just went. 
meaning they had like months that they were expected to live, if not years, and they just went. And then one of my clients uh, had a motorcycle accident out of the blue, but it's like that tough love energy that comes in. And I called this the sledgehammer shift because it literally was like we were being smacked in the head with a sledgehammer to get what's going on. Lori, I'm just going to hop in here for a second because I really want to thank our sponsor. And our sponsor today is Best Fiends. And Best Fiends has been with us for a couple years now. And I'm a huge fan of Best Fiends. Linda and Lori, you guys know I play this all the time. And what I love about this game is that it reminds me of summertime. And summertime, I tend to fly to New York, right, Linda? And I hang out with Linda and we have such a good time. And we just laugh and we walk in Central Park and we get to do all these fabulous things because it's summertime in New York and who doesn't love summertime in New York? And that's what Best Fiends feels like. And this summer we get a refreshing change of pace and that's reflected in the Best Fiends game. Now, I love this game because it's a matching puzzle game and it's it's pretty you guys there's there's like purple mushrooms and there's yellow daisies or sunflowers I'm not sure what they are and then there's red fresh juicy strawberries and you get to connect them and you get to match them and um you know win awards and 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 music plays and they cheer for you and you can remove slime you can do all these fun things and with thousands of puzzles to solve there's something new every day and i'm way over level 300 and there's plenty more to go and that's what i like it's never boring it's never routine it's never repetitive it's actually super fun and it's challenging without being frustrating, and the music is peppy, and it just reminds me of hanging out in Central Park and looking at the pond and watching the, you know, the geese and the duck and ducks and the, you know, people in the little rowboats, and you get to partner up with characters. And so you form a relationship with these little characters. And today was so funny because one of the characters that I really like, I couldn't activate him because he had went to the dentist and that just cracked me up. It was so funny, you guys. And, you know, Best Fiends is is like that. It's it's fun. It's it's a good time. And it just takes you away from whatever it is that you're struggling with. And, you know, we're talking today with Lori about some of these struggles. So, it's so much fun. You can put it on your digital device and whip out and play a few rounds anytime you're feeling like not the greatest. And I promise you, it will cheer you up. So download the five-star rated puzzle game Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. So find it today on the App Store or Google Play. It really is like a little jolt of sunshine happiness in Central Park. So we're talking today with Lori John. Johnson, our, our resident psychic, about what's going on energetically in the country. And you were sharing some of your feelings about what's going on with you. And Lori, I'd love you to address that. Linda, where you are right now, this is like you're raw. You're feeling all this stuff going on so that it means that you're shifting energy. And in many cases, for people who are really on top of things and know what's going on, it's like, wait a minute. I've been doing all this work and I feel like this now. So there's a self-judgment and there is a, um, a depression or a sorrow that comes in. It's kind of like, I thought I was better off than that. And a lot yeah. of people who responded to the newsletter are feeling the same thing. It's like, I did all this work. And then I find out I didn't do half the work I thought I did. You actually did 
but this is literally like you just jumped across the Grand Canyon, didn't know you could fly, didn't know you could land, and it's dumbfounding. And it is as if everybody has their fingers in a light socket and we're all enervated and the nerves are really off. And Linda, because you're open to it, you're picking up everybody else's chaos. And we still are in a five year, a number five year, 2021 equals five, which is a year of chaos. The big chaos is over. This is more like our personal chaos because that's what's going to make us come into order in order for us to make the major changes that the rest of this year uh, demand. I don't know if that was any clearer or any helpful, but that's kind of the, the wrap up of what's been going on. And this is not like, oh, we had an energy shift. Like, you know, it's fine. We're fine. We're now in a new light. This is literally like sledgehammer time and it's not pleasant. And because again, people who are, in the zone already standing in the Aquarian age. We're not expecting this. It comes in extra hard. It makes us extra raw. We'll probably last, I don't know, another couple of days. We have a new moon tomorrow. So there is new energy that's going on with that, but it's just hard. And right now, especially in the United States, we don't live in the energy of just get through the day, just survive, do only what you need to do, especially now with COVID ending and you know I get the variant coming back and stuff but I'm saying that that coming to an end that we're expecting things to be light and bright and happy and they are but it's kind of like we haven't gotten into that level of things yet yeah I you know it makes a lot of sense um I just I you know I've been talking to Sandra not about me personally but just the you know the world and I remember last year you you know, you were talking about how, you know, 2021 was going to be a better year. It wasn't going to be as, as chaotic and so traumatic. And then I look around and I see, you know, between the climate changes, either we seem to be in Floodville or in, uh, in drought, droughtville, and there's no, and then COVID, you know, they're talking about this new variant, this Delta variant coming back and people are, are fighting against getting the the uh, vaccine. So it's like, this thing is going to go on forever because people just aren't getting the message. And that's what I think I'm feeling is that people just aren't of everything that we've been through in 2020 and leading up to 2020, people just aren't getting the message. And it scares the crap out of me because it feels if people aren't getting the message with everything that's happened, then it's just going to keep on happening until the until the world does get the message. So I don't know. I've just been feeling very depressed. I understand. And the good part about what's going on here is that we weren't fully in Aquarian age energy without that Piscean overlord, male dominant logical thought process until the end of May. Everything was just, we ended it at the end of last year. We ended it in 2012. So it seems like it keeps continuing, but now we are in pure Aquarian age energy. But the fact that we had this leap last week is proof that we are moving forward, even if we don't know how we're doing it or we're being forced into it, but in being able to move forward, the energy of the Aquarian age has already taken over. And part of the difficulty is also in that the concept, the basic concept of how we think from power over to power within, whether you want to believe in that, or you do believe in that, or you act in it, that all of that energy is so different 
it's like thinking fruit, like apples and oranges, and now we're thinking feathers, and it doesn't make any sense. There's no correlation. So people are in chaos. There is so much that is moving forward that even though we see things on the news about the world and climate change stuff is going to last for a while just because we had 2020 and the pandemic and like a wake-up call, it doesn't mean that that won't continue because that's the next thing that we're going to have to deal with is like repair what we did to the planet. And she's not going to be kind because she waited a long time for us to get our heads around it. And we yeah. still haven't. But people who are stuck, people who are not moving forward, who got the memo and decided that they're not going to play along, they have a limited amount of time. And I talk about this in newsletters and I don't mean to repeat it, but it literally is like they are wily Coyote. They ran off the cliff after the Roadrunner. They're in that moment in the cartoon where they are standing or sitting in the air and they give a take to camera because they just realized they're screwed and they're going to fall, but they haven't fallen yet. Since the end of May, we started into them falling, not all at the same time, but the fact is the Aquarian age energy is so much stronger than anything that we've already seen, but it's like that transition. When you're in the birth canal, that is not pleasant. We're in the freaking birth canal right now. Mm. Is that why there's so much violence too? Because people just don't know what to do with themselves. I mean, my nerves are like, they feel like they're just like, electric, you know, every little thing will just send me over the top. I'm not going out to kill anybody, you know, I'm not going to do, but it's just, you know, it's just my own personal craziness that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's again, it feels uncomfortable. It feels raw. It feels again, like you've got your finger stuck in a light socket and your nerves are jangled all the time. But people who are more sensitive to that or more knowledgeable of it are going to feel it twice as much because it's like we're lifting to higher vibes. We just lifted to a higher vibe last week. There was no question about that. But it literally is like, if you're thrown into a completely different area, just say you were airdropped into the middle of China. You don't know the culture, you don't know the language, and you're supposed to figure out how to survive without knowing anything. That's the energy that we're in right now, except it's discombobulating just because it's so foreign. And again, there's the self-judgment that we should know how to deal with this better if you're enlightened or, or thinking about it at all. But we got a lot of people, the young souls on the planet who came in not prepared for what this work was going to do in this lifetime. And they're really screwed. And when people are really screwed, whether they admit it or not, what they do is attack. Mm -hmm. So you got all the young souls that are getting into the violence. And I heard, you know, last night on the news, it was like how many guns there are involved, more guns last year than ever before were purchased. And now there's more gun violence. But this is a way of kind of like evening things out, even though it doesn't seem like it right now. The Aquarian mm -hmm. catches up. It is pushing buttons like freaking crazy right now. But if we also look at that right now, what we're going through is a change in concept, a change in human beings that has taken 26,000 years to get here. <laughs> what we're going through on a day-to-day -day basis is feeling that. And if you get the big scope of what's happening, it's not just a 2000 year Piscean age to Aquarian age. It's a 26,000 year cycle that has come to an end. And we're starting another one in a completely different mindset. We're not thinking the same way. We're not feeling the same way. And this is cleansing what's going on. And it's like, you know, again, the sledgehammer or the you've got to it's like somebody it's like the earth just propelled you over the Grand Canyon and you didn't jump on your own. It threw you over there. And if that's what's happening, how can you feel comfortable with it until you get your footing on the other side, know where you are, know what you're going to do. And right now, knowing what you're doing, not the highest priority. Surviving this energy is the highest priority. And in the United States, just survival is never good enough. 
we're also breaking that bigger, harder, faster mentality that we have to do more. And the whole point of last year and this year, trust, let go, go with God, goddess, whatever, be able to be in the moment and go with the flow. And if the flow isn't pleasant, we think it should be different. But the whole point of it is just relax, which is not something that we do easily when we don't feel well. But that's the point. That's what's going on now. Well, I'm really trying to do the relaxing thing because I, yeah, I think, you know, being uh, afraid of something is when I'm afraid, then I attack. So I don't want to attack. So what I do is I'm just right now, I'm just withdrawing. I, you know, I just want to be quiet. I don't want to see anybody. I just want to be with my own. So I don't, so I don't hurt anybody or say things that I'm not supposed to say or, or react in a way that, that is really negative. So I'm just trying to be very, very quiet. And that's exactly the right response. Um, that's the survival mechanism. Get through the day. If it's too much to talk to somebody, don't talk to somebody. If it's too much to go out, don't. But this is, again, we're so used to either being social or having responsibilities. And one of the things that happened last week on the first is uh, a friend of mine um, who takes care of senior animals. She fosters senior animals like for years and years and years. And about three weeks ago, one of her senior animals died. And then on last Thursday, the one that she had had the longest that was closest to her heart was failing in health. And she had to make a decision as to what to do, which is always hard for somebody who has pets to make a decision knowing that, okay, euthanasia, is this the right thing? Cause there's no going back on that. Right. So what she learned, and this is an enlightened individual. What she learned was that there were a lot of people around her who were energetic vampires because while she was going through this, and people were calling her or talking to her, they made it about them. It's not about her and the dog and the decision. They made it about them. They took her trauma and put it on them and said, oh, take care of me. Now you got to pay attention to me. And she realized how bad that was, not just in them drawing her energy, but that she allowed them to do that. She went to her regular vet and the vet said, no, no, you got to go to an emergency room. We're not going to help you. She was right there. And they didn't even tell her that. The receptionist had to come out and say, they're not going to see you. They didn't tell her that. She would have stayed in the car with her dog dying for hours waiting for them to take her. They didn't even tell her that. And what that did for her is make clarity that she didn't need that vet anymore, which she had been thinking about for months and she hadn't pulled the trigger on it. So this was like clarity smack in the face, none of it pleasant. Again, being enlightened shouldn't have to be able to get smacked in the face with that. But this is again, we're polite people. If there are people around us that just drain our energy and we're so used to, okay, I'll take the call and I'll listen to them complaining for all this time. We feel that it is unsocial to be able to say, I don't want to talk to you anymore or just not take the call or tell a vet to go screw itself if they are not participating. We don't do that. And the whole point is trying to reassess why. And it's not about I'm the most important person on the planet, but right now it is about containing your energy because you are needed in the future. You are needed in the future that's not that far away. But right now, marshal your energy, you know, circle the wagons, make sure that you're okay and know that that's okay. Because if it's not feeling good, then we judge it that it should be different. And no, it shouldn't. This is not an easy time. 2021 is a different year and it's an easier year. But yes, you're right that people who didn't get the memo, it gets harder for everybody because people are so stuck. But inevitability is Aquarian age energy is stronger than all of this. 
Well, thank you for that explanation because it was very helpful. And I just got to believe that it is uh, that energy that's going to make things a lot better for, for everyone. It does. It's just, we can't see it. This is another really cool thing that's really annoying right now is that with this energy shifting, we are lifting our vibes, which means we are more in touch with things that are going on. We are more in touch with non-physical things like that energetic uh, intuition, being able to feel what's going on, but because it's expanding for us, and this is a natural progression for human beings in the Aquarian age, we all are getting more psychic, we're all getting more intuitive, but that means we can feel things that are coming in like six months down the line, where we before, if we got a hit on something, it was like something that was going to happen immediately. Now, it's sometime in the future, and we're not used to being able to grade that oh, that's six months in the future, I'm picking something up, because nobody's giving us an instruction manual on how to use this gift. So we're picking things up and then we don't see immediate reaction to it. And so it feels like we're wrong. And then there's the self-judgment about what's going on and that it should have already happened. So watch the shoulds, watch the self-judgment. But we're so used to doing that, that we don't even know that we're doing it until we have something like, you know, July 1st that comes in and smacks us upside the head. Sandra, have you been feeling any of this or, or is it, are you okay? Oh, you, you always seem okay. Yeah, I have this weird ability to just disconnect from all of the things that aren't mine. And that's what I feel like when I see these people running red lights, or like when I was on the plane from Minnesota, and those three guys were acting so awful to the flight attendant wearing the mask. Um, You know, all of those things just... uh, I I don't know why I feel this way, but they don't have anything to do with me. And they're not why I'm here. No, I understand that. And I I get that. But when it's you that's feeling all of these things that are going on, not it's different because um, I I don't know if it's the world that's affecting me or it's just me that's affecting me or the Aquarian energy that's affecting me, but it's affecting my life. It's not like it's out there. It's right. It's right here. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I, I don't, I don't know, because I don't have that right now. You know, well, but I'm tired, you know, and I'm, I'm, you know, I, I try to keep busy. I think that's the thing that when those feelings start to come, I have to find something to do. And if I sit with them, then I'll start to cry or get all upset. So maybe I'm a classic avoider. I don't know. <laughs> Well, the way it's affecting us also is exhaustion. If you're not feeling the intensity of what's going on, we feel the intensity, not necessarily as consciously aware of everything that's not happening or how weird it is, but exhaustion is a big deal. Um, Right now, emotional content is very, very high and it doesn't have to be negative, but it's, we're just not balanced right now. But this is the thing, Aquarian age energy is about us getting our own balance, not learning from somebody else. This is everybody getting their own belief system, everybody connecting with higher source directly, not because somebody is being the conduit for you and being able to get your own balance. This is like the grassroots of the Aquarian age is that every individual gets their own balance and then we get balance with everybody else because this is about we are all one. We are all of the same energy. That's where we're headed anyway. Everything is about humanity and the community of that. We've lived 26,000 years and it's all about me. Now we're going into me and everybody else. 
and finding out <laughs> we are all exactly the same. And that scares the crap out of people who need to be important because they're a man and they have been important before, or they're a woman who has a man who tells them they're important, whatever. It's mostly men, gotta say that, because they have the hardest journey because they've been in charge for 2000 years. So where we are now with this energy, it is pushing buttons and it doesn't always have to push the same. Linda, I'm saying that for you, there's, um, you're a very together individual. And when you don't feel together, it throws you off even more. You're picking up the Aquarian age vibe, which is not negative, but you're not getting the positive hit on that yet. You're picking up everybody else's energy. And it feels to me that there's an innate judgment that you should either handle this differently or it shouldn't feel this way. And should is probably the worst word in the English language because it doesn't ever mean anything. The sky should be green. The sky is never gonna freaking be green. So who does that hurt? It hurts the person <laughs> stuck in that. Yeah. So I would just say, Linda, give yourself a break. You're doing a great job. But when we talk about doing a great job, it's accomplishing something, not just surviving the day. No, it is, and it is, it's a push pull. Okay, so I'm sitting here and I'm doing this and I'm avoiding a lot of stuff that, you know, maybe I, sh there's that word should be doing. But then if I feel that if I do it, then I'm not, I'm, or even interact with other people, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to be me. It, it, because I'm, because I just don't feel the same. Yeah. Well, transition. You're going to like the better version of you because it's like the Aquarian age version and there's more understanding. There's more grounding going on. But literally, it's like we're all thrown up in the air right now. We haven't landed yet. We don't know how we're going to land. Don't know if the parachute's going to open. And that's really discombobulating. So on top of everything else going on, not knowing where we are. Again, we're in the middle of China and we never knew we were going to go there. We're getting there. This has just been a really big smack that started last year, last week. And got to say, August is going to be a really interesting month. There's a lot of really positive uh, planetary aspect and event stuff that's coming in. But this is usually it's the hungry ghost month in feng shui, which is when the ghosts of hell are allowed to walk the earth for 30 days and wreak havoc and bring karma to people. I call it the karmic catch up month. And it's the same every year. And it's usually the time of year when most planets go retrograde at the same time. So it's not until the end of August, but we've got like six planets retrograde last. All of them were retrograde at the same time last year, which means that it's teaching us lessons about going inward. And I feel that there will be a lot of political upheaval and probably another attempted coup before this is done. But yeah. that's the hottest month of the year, meaning it's not the temperature. Yes, it's the temperature, but I'm saying hottest like flashpoint of the year and anything can happen because this is that big karmic push and people who are young souls who are like, it shouldn't happen to me. I should be fine. I should rule the world and standing in the shoulds and their own righteousness. There's a lot of God smacking going on in August and it's not going to be pretty. So this is, you know, pull a Sandra Beck and kind of like watch it from a distance and know that you're okay. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just a great divide uh, in this country and I guess so many other countries. I mean, there's, you know, it's, it's like right down the middle. I mean, there's people will sit over at this side or sit over at that side. And and there's there doesn't seem to be like any meeting of the mind, the, the soul or anything else. It's just my way is right. You're wrong. You scare me because you're not do thinking or doing what I think is right. And I mean, is it is it going to ease is there going to be a more coming togetherness yeah there will be but this is where that divide is there and this is where the earth is saying if you didn't move forward i don't care 
So she's kind of like dropped anybody who is not moving forward. And that's really hard on them because there's no, there's no backup for them. There's no grounding for them, but it's also their choice. This is fear. Young souls that came into this lifetime thinking they're going to get so much stuff done. It's literally like people who are getting the memo are graduating into a PhD program and they're talking to people who are in sixth grade who refuse to get out of sixth grade. <laughs> so it sad. isn't like I'm right and they're wrong. It's all about a process, but for where we are on planetary growth, these people don't fit anymore. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's going to be, there's going to be, I don't think it's going to be like the comeuppance and everything is going to change because we're still in a lot of chaos this year that is coming into order. But what's going to happen is next year when we get into 2022, that's a number six year and six is the number of unconditional love. It's not going to take all year for us to get to that point. But this year, September becomes easier. August is going to be really, like I said, hot and heavy, but it's also a creative explosion that's happening before we get to August, it's going to be happening already. So there's a lot of stuff that's going to be working out for us, but it's going to be uncomfortable. But we are moving forward in the Aquarian age, that energy, it is, it's not, maybe it'll come, it's already here. And the reason there's so much turmoil in the world is because there's a fear factor that if you don't embrace that, and you can't get those concepts, or you refuse to get those concepts, because it puts you into an area where you're not as important as you used to be, basically you're lost and you're clogging up the work for everybody else. And if you do clog up the work for everybody else, the earth says, can't help you anymore. Got to save myself. Got to save people who want to work with me. That's it. Line drawn. Well, we chose to be here at this, this time of evolution. So (laughs) we did. And a lot of people got here and it literally is like young souls came here and they thought, Ooh, this is a lifetime where I could do so much karmic work and I can accomplish this and I can accomplish that. I can like get 17 Girl Scout badges in one weekend. And then they get here and find out the first thing they have to do is learn Sanskrit and they go, Oh, that's too hard. I quit. So basically most of these people have already quit before they got to a point where they can affect everybody else. And now they're affecting everybody else, but it's all based on fear. Because also we're ending the fear cycle of 2000 years that fear has been the ruler and the punishment factor in religion, in every aspect of our lives. There's always been that male energy that is telling you, if you don't do this, there's a threat. You're going to hell if you don't listen to what the priest says. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. But it's all been based on fear, fear and control, Piscean age control over. Not doing that anymore. So these people who have been in control over are lost and scared to death. And literally they're trying to drag us like they're in a swimming pool and they're around all these people and they're drowning and they're going to try to take as many people with them. But the point of it is the Aquarian age will not allow that to happen. We're in that transition as the Aquarian age is saying, all right, you guys are screwed up. I'm not going to play with you, but it hasn't gotten to us feeling better about that yet. I guarantee 100% we are heading toward much, much brighter times and they are not that far away, but it's not going to be until the, after we get out of August. Although there are aspects of August that are incredibly uh, productive and very uplifting. Okay. <laughs> As they said in that movie, gird your loins, get ready. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's going to be a bumpy night. Put the seatbelt on. Yeah. So other than like disconnecting, Lori, what, do you have any other advice of what people can do who are struggling? 
Um, it is still go into self, but you can do meditations if that's too much to do, because sometimes focusing on that and guided meditations are good right now because we can't like marshal our thoughts to be in control of them at this moment. And that's the point. Try not to be in control. Let go of control. Let go. Let God. And we're so in control. We don't even realize how much that's part of our everyday life. But meditation, guided meditations that make you feel good, chanting if you're up for that, drumming if you can't do anything else. Drumming is incredibly healing because it releases a lot of tension and fear. And the sound of the drum when you're beating the crap out of it with your hands, which is releasing your negativity, is also healing you. The vibration of the drum is very healing. Anything that you do that is more quiet, that kind of gets you centered and I understand because it's really hard for me to then go into meditation after I have been being psychic all day and working with people because it's like, I just did that for six hours. I don't want to just do it for myself. So whatever at this moment, and I'm talking just at this moment, like for the next month and a half, that whatever makes it easy for you, I've been like stupidly involved with old Westerns because they give me comfort. So I've been like collecting riflemen and, and rawhide and <laughs> stupid shows like that. They're not stupid, but it, it's just maybe it's returning to when I was young, but it gives me comfort to see the creativity there. And it is to partake in creativity and anything in music that makes you feel better in TV shows. Luckily, Broadway is opening in September. Thank God. I'm so thrilled about that. But it's the theaters that are opening. And if it's safe for you to go, what happens when you go to a theater is that you're in this huge black room, like it's a womb. And you are receiving the creative energy of every single person who worked on that project, not just the actors, but the people behind the scenes. And you're receiving that creativity. And it's very healing. It's very energizing. So whatever makes you feel good at this moment, don't feel bad. If you want to color in a coloring book, whatever it is that in this moment makes you feel good, that's, if that's as much as you can do, that's as much as you can do. But anything that gets you more centered because it's like you get your own center and then you form your roots because we're now in different territories. So you can't form your roots yet, but you get centered and know your center then it makes everything easier because you can see yourself not exactly separate. You can see yourself connected, but not connected to the crazy because it might seem like crazy is the majority right now. It's not. The crazy are just louder and more scared. Gotcha. And they're running around town like lunatics. Is that why people are like running? Like, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen people just blow through a red light or blow through a stop sign. You know, I've told Max and Zach when they're out driving around, be super careful because it's, it's, it's crazy out there. It's like people are, are run and the freeway is so fast out here. I was going 75 the other day and people are blowing by me 80, 90 miles an hour. Like I thought maybe they were all excited about being free, but I think it's fear. Yeah. It is fear. And that's, this is the reaction. It's people in fear are trying to control their environment and they can't. We never really had control. We always thought we did. The earth led us like we were five years old in a sandbox and building a castle so we can destroy it. Parents let their kids do that to learn about things and they don't stop them and say, don't be so destructive. So that's where we are right now. These are the five-year-old kids that 
just don't have that opportunity to be destructive as much anymore. And they're melting down. And when they're melting down, they do things. That sometimes it's not even that they run the lights on purpose. There's an arrogance that allows them to do that. But sometimes a lot of the time it's that they just don't even see it. They literally don't see it. Or they think they can get away with something because they've gotten away with it for 2000 years. Every lifetime they've been a man, they've been able to do what the freaking hell they wanted. Were you a man in another life, Lori? <laughs> yeah, but not for a long time. I started being a woman back in around 1860 during the Civil War. That was my first life as a woman for a long time. Before that, I did a lot of warrior lives. Ah, were we warriors together, I wonder? <laughs> I bet we were. Because <laughs> I'm stupidly good with weapons in this lifetime. Me too. You know, nobody even had to teach me how to shoot. And I could pick a seagull out of the sky like nobody's business at eight years old. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, you're just naturally good at it. But I, I think, you know, there's certain natural gifts. But there's some things that even I watched my kids do that I know they knew how to do before they came here. Yeah, yeah. I took a gun class in Detroit from the Detroit Police Department. I was the only woman there and a friend had loaned me his 22 to practice with. So you went through like six hours of training and laws and stuff like that. We got on the field and I did eight out of 10 bullseyes on my first try. And so the instructor, this hardened cop came by and said, would you like to try my 357 Magnum? And I'm going, yes, please. Again, eight out of 10 bullseyes. And it's kind of like, that's it. I'm good with swords. I'm good with staff. I'm good with bow and arrow. Every time I've tried something, it's been ridiculously good. It's kind of like, yes, because I've been trained in that for a really long time. Yep. That's how like when my, my, one of my old boyfriends used to throw knives into a, you know, wood, like those are like an old cutting board stapled to a tree, you know, with spray paint on it, real redneck fun. And I could <laughs> throw that ax. I could throw the knife and I don't know how I knew how to do it. I just did. Yeah. Past life stuff, past life information coming back. You don't forget that stuff. It's more in your genes. It's more in your muscle memory than it is in yeah. consciousness. And if you get your consciousness out of the way, then it's like automatic. Because when you think about it, when I've thought about, ooh, I'm going to aim at the target, it's like, no, nah, it never works. Just shoot the freaking gun. Right. <laughs> you, you guys were the warriors, and I believe I was the healer. So when you, you know, when you came in all buggered up, I would, I would. There you go. Right. <laughs> you stitched us back together. Yeah, right. pretty much. Because that's what I seem to do. I want to fix things. You know, fix. You know, whether it's a sty on the eye or a back or a cut or a anything, I, you know, I want to find out the right way to, to, to heal that. Yeah. Yes. You and are you definitely Dr. Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that makes me feel good. So I, you know, I'm going to follow Lori's advice and just, you know, stay cool for, a, for, you know, at least through August and see what happens. Yeah. I hope that the energy will, will, you know, ease up a little bit and we'll get into, you know, maybe I use the word simpler, simpler time. It's coming to a simpler time, but we're trying to make it complicated because we've lived complicated lives. Yeah. You know, we've hit the glass ceiling of how far we can go in that left hemisphere dominant logical lines and squares mindset. And it's not that we're all going into the creative and it's going to like swing to the other end of the pendulum and we're all going to be spiritual and creative because the point of the Aquarian age is about balance and everything. But 
I will say that the creative side, as in the arts and entertainment, they are swinging full pendulum to the other side because that's the way we heal how much logic there has been. That's why there's this boom that's happening in the entertainment and the arts and entertainment that is going to continue for years. And it basically is going to get us through. So anything creative we attach ourselves to, even if it is just watching TV or listening to music and like really listening to music and be that the only thing we're concentrating on, that is really healing and that gets us through the hump. But that's the thing. Renaissance age lasted a long time. We got all those masters, all the maestros. Cool thing about this. In the Renaissance age, the music that came out of Europe, when we get Mozart and Vivaldi and Bach, all the way up to um, Rossini in the 1800s, that all of that, without having to be heard completely around the world, you didn't have the orchestra going to South America and playing, but the vibrations of the music that was that lifting to a higher level, the vibrations went around the world and they changed conscious thought. If we think we're in this new Renaissance age and every single piece of creativity, not just music, but anything within television, anything within YouTube, anything, anything that is creative can now instantaneously be anywhere in the world. We don't have to wait for the vibration to find itself around. It is going anywhere. Somebody puts, they just wrote some music and they recorded it and they put it on YouTube. Somebody in Russia can get it. Somebody in China can get it. So we get that creativity that is shifting the vibes right now all the time. And in 2020, people have been wicked crazy with their creativity on YouTube or in their own personal worlds because there was so much limitation that now that is going to be coming out and expressed in a bigger way. But this is also part of the healing factor going on, creativity and um, on all levels, arts and entertainment are gonna go crazy. And that's part of humanity healing itself. Yeah. Right, I never thought of it as a digital renaissance. It is, yeah. I mean, it's a renaissance and then we just have digital because that's Aquarian age energy. Aquarian is the um, air sign, which is when you get the double lines on the Aquarius, the sign of it, it, people think because the symbol of it is the water bear that this is a water sign, but it's not, it's an air sign. When we started feeling the Aquarian age, it was in the sixties when we were doing the space race and the space race pretty much brought in communication through the airwaves with computers with the need to use computers for the space race. From that, we started getting more and more and more into things being in the airwaves of cell phones. You don't need to have them attached to anything. Of computers, you don't need to have them attached to anything. You don't need a landline for this stuff. So Aquarian Age is just starting in that energy. And in that energy also, just as a silly sidebar, all of our cell phones are basically preparing for us to be so psychic, not in our lifetimes, but so psychic, we don't need the cell phones to communicate. That's gonna happen within the next 2000 years of our journey as human beings, but that's the precursor. It's kind of like, if you can talk to anybody anywhere in the world, <clears throat> whenever you want, if you have their cell phone number, then that's the precursor to you being able to do that without needing a device. Oh, we're a ways from that, but that's where we're headed. Oh, I love that. You know what? That's a very positive, uplifting way to end today's show. But if you guys liked what you heard with Lori Johnson, go ahead and sign up for her newsletter. You can also uh, get readings. And I've done a bunch of different things with her over the years. They're always super cool. They're always super accurate. Um, it's at lauriejohnsonpsychic.com. On behalf of myself and my buddy, Linda Franklin, we want to say, hang in there. It's going to get better. We'll be back again next week.
From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up Talk Radio is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they'd always dreamed of. Each week, Powered Up Talk Radio explores innovative ways to stay focused in a world that's experiencing dramatic changes. Find out who you are, discover your purpose, and challenge yourself to be all you can be. 